It takes more than a magnetized needle and a steady hand to be a good software developer. This is Soft Skills Engineering. I'm your host, Jameson Dance. I'm your host, Dave Smith. Soft Skills Engineering is a podcast where we answer all of your non-technical questions about the technical field of software development. Boom. This is episode 85, by the way, for those that are keeping track at home. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> You'd think that after doing this 85 times, that we would have this part figured out. Literally before the show started, we said that we had learned everything there was to learn about how to do this show. Our hubris. Yep. It has brought us down, as always. Mm -hmm. There's probably a Greek play that correlates pretty well with, with this. Well, there was that one Greek tragedy about podcasts. <laughs> there was, yeah. Where, uh, what would be like the most Greek tragedy podcast metaphor? <laughs> that would require me to know Greek tragedy literature and it's probably it's probably you get fired from your job because of something you say on your podcast or something <laughs> and then your family leaves you and but your podcast was about how to be productive at work and at home that's that's like a Greek tragedy yep <laughs> that sounds good and then you accidentally murder your parents yep exactly they always I've... throw in a little bit of that a little yeah. bit of patricide yeah absolutely okay <laughs> We said this is a podcast about non-technical things for technical people. Let's prove it. Do you want to read our first question? Yes. This comes from an anonymous listener who says, We have a team member that is a great addition to the team in a technical way, but everything he says or does seems to annoy me. Sorry. <laughs> I'm feeling, feeling bad for you. Okay. For example, I get the feeling that he always wants to come across smarter than everyone else, and that really pisses me off <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> okay, moving on. I'm not laughing at you. Sorry. The problem is that nobody else seems to have this feeling, so nobody really has a problem with this guy, and I am the only one stressing out about stuff like this. It looks like our personalities just don't match up. It feels like back when I used to live with my parents and my little brother... <laughs> And with my little brother constantly annoying me as well for no actual reason. In short, <laughs> what is the best way to deal with people who just annoy you? I, for one, know that it's pretty easy to fire your little brother. <laughs> uh, you just talk to him about how he's not meeting performance <laughs> in your metrics. And yeah, the, you can just bring this gone. up in your regularly scheduled performance appraisal with your brother. Yeah. Or, I mean, you do a one-on-one -on -one with your mom. Sure, sure. Tell her that your little brother is just really oh, annoying. Oh, wrestling. You got to wrestle him. Right? Isn't that what you do with little? I don't have any little brothers, but I imagine you wrestle a lot, which is like wrestling, except um, in the south of the United States. <laughs> you do some rough housing, a lot of noogies. Mm -hmm. He says, little, oh, little, geez. A little rough and tumble. Yeah. 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 Show, show him who's boss. Oh, <laughs> uh, I had a little brother who annoyed me as a kid. Really? Oh yeah, and he wasn't even trying to be annoying. I was just stupid. <laughs> I was like hypersensitive. In hindsight, I can see that very clearly as I look at my own children annoying each other, and I realize I was exactly like this. Yeah, I think that's pretty common. Something about siblings just sometimes they annoy you. When yeah. it wouldn't annoy a person who wasn't their sibling. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and maybe that's what's happening here. Maybe maybe there's some of that. Maybe he is smarter than everyone else. Mm -hmm. He wants to come across as smarter than everyone else. Maybe it's because he is. He's just a super genius. He's not trying. He just, 
bask in his knowledge. It just happens. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. Does the sun try to shine? No. (laughs) (laughs) It just does. (laughs) And this guy just outputs wisdom. And to to your feeble mind, it looks like hubris. (laughs) I can't not shine, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) So I've I've worked with people who are 100% for sure smarter than I am. Who haven't come across this way, and I've also worked with people who who definitely come across this way. So I totally get your concern. It does feel there's just something that feels weird about someone who seems like they're trying to look smarter than you instead of mm-hmm. just doing good work with the talents they have. Yeah, those were jokes. I agree. This would be annoying. Maybe everyone else is also annoyed, but they just aren't. No one's talking about it with each other. Hmm. Okay. I thought I was in a situation like this where there was a, a coworker that kind of bothered me a little bit. It wasn't uh, any major conflict, but there were just a few things they did that bugged me, but no one said anything. So I just kind of sucked it up and dealt with it only later to find out that uh, basically everyone on the team had, had some similar issues with that person. Hmm. Um, and if only there had been a management structure in place to help resolve this conflict <laughs> because it was flat, so our management structure was just gossip, <laughs> which never reached this person. And then, yeah, it wasn't resolved productively. But it was like a mesh. It was like a mesh network that has. Yeah, I mean, I, w- yeah. Know. When I say gossip, I mean like the gossip protocol, protocol. <laughs> distributed systems. Literally in the gossip protocol. <laughs> yeah, uh, and like distributed systems, it broke down and. Interesting ways. In, yeah, in interesting and hard to predict ways. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Namely, the feedback never arrived at its actual destination. Yeah, there was like a split brain situation. <laughs> With this one engineer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they thought they were the leader. They elected themselves. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, a separate quorum has formed and they've all concluded he's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, classic. You don't want to just come across as whiny. I get that. But if it makes it harder to work together on a team, I think it is worth bringing up to hopefully a, a capable manager that you have. And I mean, this, this kind of feedback is really hard to give to someone. <laughs> yeah. It's easier to get from a manager because it can come from a place of this is this will make the team perform better instead of if it comes from you, you might just say, Hey, I think it's really annoying when you do this. Uh, and your little brother, when you did that to him was like, Oh yeah. Giving me ammunition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like my AB test is complete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you talk to your manager about it, I mean, it can be helpful just to gripe sometimes. Uh, you might just get it mm-hmm. off your chest. But also, it's a data point they have that they can use to potentially give feedback to someone. And hey, part of your manager's job is to give tricky feedback. Absolutely. But but before you go to your manager, what you just said, Jameson, triggered in my mind a memory that uh, I think everyone needs a trusted confidant who's not in your workplace. This can be a spouse, mm-hmm. partner, sibling, friend. In my case, it's my spouse with mm-hmm. whom I share my frustrations, you know, like this. And what I have found is that when someone annoys me at work, if I can just talk about that for a few minutes and get it off my chest, somehow inside my brain, the annoyance 
goes down. Hmm. And just the act of talking about it and getting it off my chest does this. And I realized that I had worked myself up inside my own head over something that actually isn't really that big of a deal. And it's things stop bothering me as much when I, when I have a yeah. chance to do that. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe that's what's needed here. That's a pretty low-cost thing to do. Exactly. Well. Or you could pay a very expensive therapist yeah. to do the same thing. <laughs> that's pretty high cost. But then the cost makes you feel like it's working better. So. Exactly. And, and which in turn makes it more effective. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Fundamentally, if your personalities don't match up, that doesn't mean anybody's wrong necessarily. So mm-hmm. There are people you just might not get along with super well sometimes. But yeah. um, you might still have to be on a team with them. So right. this could just be an opportunity for you to develop patience and mm. to appreciate the good times even more. Sweet, sweet patience. Yep. Have you ever noticed when you say, wow, I feel more patient now? That never just happens except through extreme hardship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, I'm not on fire anymore. And I appreciate that. It's I'm good so patient. to not be on fire. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Have we answered the question? Well, I I don't know. I'm, I don't I don't feel great about it yet. Um, I think that let's just keep making more jokes until we feel great about it. <laughs> <laughs> at some point, we'll feel good about all the laughter we had at yeah. this poor person's expense. Yeah. Um, just kidding. Um, I actually think it's very introspective of you and uh, quite honorable that you raised this issue this way instead of just feeling frustrated and fuming. You've actually brought this to this you know to us your trusted confidants <laughs> i wonder if yeah. you felt better after writing the question down that's what i want to know hmm. very but, possibly but let me ask this i think on the spectrum there's a spectrum here on one extreme of the spectrum you have annoyance and on the other st- extreme of the spectrum you have harmful behavior that inhibits the team from meeting its goals and I do think that there is a bit of a spectrum because at this point you have dedicated brain cycles to this annoyance. So it is slowing you down in some aspect of your job. And maybe other people are also dedicating brain cycles to that, to being frustrated. And those are brain cycles that could be dedicated to solving some problem or moving your team toward a goal. The question is, how far down the spectrum is this? And I think that you can change your expectations based on how far this down the spectrum you are or you perceive this problem to be. And if it's within the safe zone, you can give yourself this like higher order cognitive permission to disregard the annoyance that you feel and try to crowd out those thoughts and say, you know what, they're just not worth having and, and push them away because you know that there's no benefit that can come from it because otherwise this, this team member is perfectly productive and not hurting the team. But if you cross over this line where you say, I think that this behavior is actually harming the team, that's when I think you need to go to a manager. And I really wouldn't recommend you go to a manager unless you're pretty sure it's on the other side of that line because you'll do some harm to that person, even, you know, maybe not a ton of harm, but at least some to their possible growth. Yeah, that's a good point. I want the brain power that you described where I can convince my brain that something isn't a big deal. That, yeah, yeah. That seems like a level of control over my own thoughts that <laughs> I aspire to achieve someday, Dave. I know. It's hard, right? You've inspired me. It's really hard. And I'm not saying I'm good at this, but this is where having another person to talk to really helps. Because I feel like when I'm explaining these problems to someone else, the higher order reasoning takes over my brain because I have to actually convince them. 
And a lot of times I, I come up short and I say, oh, well, it's actually not that big of a deal. And I've convinced myself by trying to convince you that it is a if, big deal. If your story sounds dumb and boring, yeah. then you realize it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, but you have to say it out loud sometimes because otherwise you're, I'll just use the term lizard and brain. And then they you know? commented this on my pull request after I had gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, also, that's a good point. I think, it, I think sometimes time... Uh, can temper these feelings and i'm talking like over the course of years multiple jobs you look back and the things that annoyed you five years ago are not even blips in your memory anymore you know and and so that helps you walk into new situations with new annoyances and say eh you know it's not that big of a deal yeah i really like what you said about seeing if it harms the team for instance the feeling that you're smarter than everyone could just be annoying but it could also affect technical decisions. For example, if you're trying to decide between technologies and someone just thinks they're smarter, uh, they might be pretty bad about understanding and accepting other people's viewpoints. They might just go mm-hmm. off and do it all themselves because they think they know best and, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what the lowly peons decide. So yeah. even that specific annoying thing could range from annoying to negative like you said yeah absolutely and it could even have the insidious side effect of causing other team members to defer their own hard work because they know that this guy's smart and he'll come up with the right answer you know yeah or just make you feel dumb for not doing whatever he says yep yeah yeah well that seems helpful dave thank you no thank you jameson you're welcome i don't know for what but you're welcome all right question (laughs) answered yes I shall read the next question. This is from a listener named Alexander. Nine years ago, I worked for a company with a very toxic culture. I was only there for eight months. We had a photographer take headshots, and my photo is still on their site through eight years and three redesigns. I would like for them not to use my photos anymore, but I don't want to have a long email thread or anything. What should I do? Wow, you're famous. It's hard to think of many, many images on the internet that have lasted nine years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you still get paid as well? Because that would be cool. <laughs> Royalties. Yeah. My paycheck has lasted through eight years and three redesigns. Nothing lasts across three redesigns. That's lasted longer than most startups, most JavaScript <laughs> frameworks, <laughs> most people's tenure at their job. <laughs> So you have an accomplishment you should be proud of. Are are you outrageously good looking? That, that's like, exactly what I wanted to ask. <laughs> because maybe they want the picture on their website so that people think their company is, is hip and cool. Mm-hmm. And you add that. In yeah. which case, you are also a professional model now. And they should pay you for that. <laughs> or you were nine years ago anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the ravages of time and all that. <laughs> <laughs> You always have that picture, though. So maybe since it's you in the picture, maybe you could get your picture farmed out to other websites and and set a goal to see how many different websites you can get to put your picture up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could start a SaaS company whose market is companies who need good-looking team pictures, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we need to make it... You can't write good code unless you're outrageously good looking. Everybody knows that. Yes. So that's definitely I will true. Sell my services. <laughs> yeah. Dave is living proof. Um, <laughs> so I'll sell my services. I'll, I'll. You just drop this JavaScript into your page, and it and it loads 15 <laughs> copies of my face onto your team website. 
It helps you raise funding. The ROI is pretty high. <laughs> you know, we talked about A-B testing in our last question. Maybe you could even have like a JavaScript framework that A-B tests different photos of you to see how it impacts yeah. the click-through rates of the, uh, the conversion rates of your various customers. And they're all of you because an important part of A-B testing is not changing any underlying assumptions. <laughs> you just make little superficial tweaks. <laughs> Left side, so, right side. Yeah, yeah. Blue steel or magnum? Which, which look do you use? <laughs> Animate some of them. Oh, the possibilities are endless. You could do blue steel. Oh this God. is an opportunity. <laughs> You've been gifted this by the universe. <laughs> so wasn't there a bill in the U.S. Senate or House? I think it was Senate like a decade ago that said, if a website is using your copyrighted content, you will have permission to hack that website and take down the content. This what? was, there was a bill about this. It was like 2004 or something. Well, it, it you're didn't... in my wheelhouse now. Cause I have an encyclopedic knowledge of <laughs> us <laughs> proposed laws. <laughs> I remember it anyway. I, I I'm not going to name any names, but, the internet just got ablaze with this bill because the senator who was championing the bill, his own website had copyrighted material on it. <laughs> and of course, the internet trolls were like, well, let's hack it. I don't know if they did. I don't know if they did, but if that bill had passed, you could have just taken matters into your own hands. I'm, I'm latching on to the last part of the question that says, I don't want to have long email threads or anything. So <laughs> yeah, maybe hacking the website is at least could have been a viable option if this bill had passed. You could have been a vigilante mm -hmm. fighting for justice. That's right. I, I think the answer is you just ask them to take it down. I mean, mm -hmm. I feel like that's a pretty short, pretty professional email. And if it turns and into a long email thread, you can just tell them that you have a lawyer that you don't actually have. And please direct all communication to my lawyer. Well, and set up a Gmail account fact, <laughs> that's also you. you. You can have a lawyer for long enough to just write a scary letter. Mm -hmm. And that's, I don't know, that's a thing. Lawyer, lawyers often can just be professional bullies where their job is to write a scary letter mm -hmm. and, and scare people into doing the thing you want. Um, and I feel like in this case, I don't know a ton about the law, but this seems like a thing that you are in the right on where you don't work there anymore. You might not be actually. It yeah, all depends they, on the employment the contract. Take the headshots. Yeah. Yep. And having recently listened to an episode of This American Life, I think there is legal precedent that if you take the picture, you own the copyright. Yeah, that's true. And so it it this might be out of your hands. I don't know. But there is definitely legal precedent for having lawyers send threatening letters and Absolutely. having that make people do stuff. So I was just thinking that what a great startup company idea would be a machine learning AI, which generates takedown notices, given a little bit of input from you, it can generate all the strong words you need to send. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? That could be used for such evil, though, because mm -hmm. I feel like... Most maybe this is just the Streisand effect, but I feel like most of the time when I hear about takedown notices, they're just so bogus, just outrageously uh, someone trying to abuse someone else, something they have no control over. Do you know what the Streisand effect is, Dave? I do now that I'm on Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, do you want to uh, paraphrase the Wikipedia definition? So it's where you want to take something down, 
And the act of trying to take it down actually causes that thing to be even more widely publicized than originally. So it's like it backfires. So the takedown yeah. notice itself becomes more popular and well-known than the actual original piece of information. Is that is that right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So so Barbara Streisand is an actor or something who, who did this? Yeah, I think there were pictures of her house that got published somewhere, and she really didn't like that. And so she tried to get them removed, and, and they spread everywhere because now there was a news story about her trying to remove these pictures. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, that sucks. But anyways... Don't build that because you could use it for evil. <laughs> but see, Just, you could use the machine learning to train it to prevent sending out evil takedown notices. Yeah. It's just machine learning true. all the way down. That's true. The machine that's, learning okay, will solve a, all of your problems. That's a joke, but I feel like that is a missing piece in a lot of tech products is they get considered for good and not for ill. And maybe you do build in some, some I don't know, like a governor like a thing you put on a golf cart to make it so it doesn't go 100 miles an hour. Put in some tools that make it so you can't abuse it. Okay, so uh, if you don't want to send an email, you have some research to do because this sounds like a novel hard problem. The good news <laughs> is you, you might end up with a PhD after it and your picture off of the website, which would be cool. Or, well, okay, even if they don't, maybe they just change your title so it says PhD, so it makes their company look even more impressive. <laughs> think of the medium think piece you could write. I started out by wanting yeah. to take down my image from a website, and I ended up with a PhD. <laughs> yeah. I read this blog post about how Donald Knuth is the greatest yak shaver of all time. He's like this famous computer scientist, wrote the art of computer programming. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to typeset his book that he was writing, but the method that he used kind of went out of style. They, they didn't use mm -hmm. it anymore. So he wrote this program to typeset his book. He invented a programming language to write it in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he just, he shaved a lot of yaks. <laughs> okay, now I'm starting to wonder if maybe I don't understand the word yak shaving. So can you explain it to me? So I think yak shaving is when you're trying to solve a problem and oh, a yeah. related but not essential task pops up and you think I'll just solve this first and then that will help me solve this other problem. Oh man! And yeah, usually you're right. those pop up recursively, right? And, and when infinitely. You shave a yak. <laughs> yeah, there's another yak underneath because yaks are very heavy. <laughs> apparently, um, I uh, I think I have conflated yak shaving and bike shedding for a lot of years. Oh, dang! Well, I feel like I've missed out it publicly. You're going to edit this out, right? <laughs> Your humiliation will be public. <laughs> hmm. We should censor this and see if the Streisand effect makes it even more well known. <laughs> send you build the thing send us a takedown and then we'll be famous okay alexander i hope this has helped i i think you send a polite email and you count on their goodwill and their mm -hmm. their professionalism to take it down and if not you really could probably if it's that important to you, you could probably pay someone a few hundred bucks and send a less polite email mm -hmm. after that i don't know you're kind of you might be out of luck. Yeah. Yep. But you have a cool research project now. Yeah, definitely. Good luck. The question has undeniably been answered. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Um, what can people go if they want their own questions answered, Dave? Go to softskills.audio. Hey, I, I said bad words. I got to say good words. Uh -huh. What can people do if they want their own questions answered? Aren't those the same words? I said, what can people go? Oh, you did? 
Yeah. Wow. I transposed it to the correct words without even knowing I did it. Yeah, but I don't think all of our listeners would. And okay. That's fine. That's fine. Them. Yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you, that you trust them and value them so much. Okay. Uh, where can they go or what can they go? <laughs> Sorry. Wait. Where can, where they, can they go do? Where can they... <laughs> The answer. I'll get question answered. <laughs> we'll go to Hulk speak. Go softskills.audio. <laughs> Click ask a question. No, you smash ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> smash keyboard. Words, question, form. <laughs> anonymous or not anonymous. You choose. <laughs> yep. We will smash wisdom onto your question. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Catch you next week.